It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You're listening to Later with Mo Kelly on demand from KFI AM 640. She blinded me with silence. KFI AM 640 is Later with Mo Kelly. Live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Let's talk some tech on this Thursday with Marsha Collier, who joins me as she always does in studio. Good evening, Marsha Collier. Where's your Christmas sweater? I am not that dude. Oh, man. Not, you know, I don't have the Christmas sweater. I don't have the ugly Christmas sweater. I, that's just not me. Yeah, I'm not going to wear an ugly Christmas But I got Christmas. I, I've been all over the world collecting Christmas sweaters. Whenever I travel, I go to thrift shops <laughs> and buy people's old Christmas sweaters. That That's your thing when you travel? <laughs> yeah. It, it's nothing wrong with it. It's just not something that I would do. That's all. Well, do I need anything else, really? No, it's kind of like all these years that I've been traveling, the thing that I collect from every city I go to, the laundry list in the hotel room. I can tell you the cost of ironing a shirt in Geneva. (laughs) That is so random. (laughs) Well, it's a great thing to save because it doesn't take up a lot of space, right? So I have these big clips and I have like two, I can bring them in and show you from all over the world. That is and it's, it is not real technical in nature either. No, I was thinking of making a website to have people post those from different hotels they'd stayed at. Because it, it is a great souvenir, and it's mm-hmm. interesting to go back and look at. You know, okay, this is what they charge in Hong Kong or Singapore or wherever. So I steal the robes and the slippers. You take the laundry list. Oh, I've got so many of those slippers. My husband, my daughter, I mean, they get on me because I have so many of those slippers. I've replaced my regular slippers with those slippers. They serve a purpose in my house. It, like if I'm going out in the backyard and I'm cleaning up like the dog poo or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll put on a pair of those or Your something dog like that. Your dog poo slippers? Yes. Okay. Yeah, because I'm not wearing them in the house. Okay, I'm just crossing, <laughs> crossing slippers off your Christmas list. That's <laughs> you know, we all have our thing, and and you um you probably heard like uh, at the beginning of the show, I was saying golf is not my thing. There's just certain things that are and aren't my thing. Golf, I, we must be related. Seriously, I am the worst golfer. I had an employer that actually paid for me to go take golf lessons. <laughs> Wait a minute, because the employer needs you to be good at golf or something? Well, yeah, they wanted me to play golf with the clients. You know, I was in advertising. and Oh, I got you. You know. That makes sense. Okay. Okay, yeah. So they paid, and I still blew. I, I was the worst at the sport. <laughs> I, I have a good, I could be a designated putter and have been in several games, yes. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but when it comes to actually doing it, you know. Uh, but here here in L.A., there's a short course called Vista Valencia. Have you ever been there? I've done. It's a real short course. It's a par three. Mm-hmm. And it has interesting holds. It's almost like a putt-putt on steroids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> These people are going to hate me, right? <laughs> no, I live 
two-tenths of a mile from a golf course, Chester, Washington, which is a very small course. But there are a lot of courses, Alondra and others, uh, public courses, which are very close to me. I could ostensibly have a place to practice just about every day. It's just not. Yeah, but in my younger mm. years, I found it more fun to play polo from the golf cart. <laughs> have a couple beers and, okay, keep driving. <laughs> I don't know if that's how it's supposed to work, but... Yeah. But we didn't come here no, to no, talk we're about we're not talking golf. about any of that, no. Um, I know that there's a growing discussion as far as trying to determine, recognize, as we talk about um, AI-generated content, how do we go about recognizing it? Or, or sh is it even an issue? Is it something we need to be concerned about? Well, it is. It, it is an issue because we're all concerned in getting the right information. When we heard the presidential, uh, the GOP debate the other night, we heard the words right out of the people's mouths. So nobody could attribute something that they didn't say. We heard that. As opposed to a deep fake. Right. As opposed to a deep fake. I'm going to assume none of those people were deep fake. So, <laughs> too many jokes. Anyway, when it comes to reading chat GPT, there are certain things that you can look for. For example, a lengthy introduction, you know, kind of like where you, <clears throat> and they add unnecessary context to what they're about. Too to much say. explanation. Too much of that. It doesn't have a physical throat, you know, but it, it just, they don't get to the point quick, quickly. Mm -hmm. And that I find annoying every time I use AI. I say, nope, I'm not using that. <laughs> I'm writing it myself. Second thing, ethical considerations. And that's important because you don't know if what it's writing leans towards your ethics or if it doesn't match. If it's, you know, how to select a nail person, how to select a lawyer, how to, if the ethics don't really match what you think it should match. You need to take that into consideration because it may be too general. Well, there are two things. There's AI-generated content as far as whether we would use it, and there's also AI-generated content that we may unwittingly consume. I, I see a lot of articles and fly-by-night websites, and it's like, oh, that seems AI content, which is being generated under a pseudonym of a person that doesn't absolutely, exist. Absolutely, absolutely, and I see it all the time, and it's a lot of times in the how-to articles, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. How to do this, how to do that. And if they have a very strong opinion, generally that would be a person mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because AI doesn't have strong opinions. It kind of generalizes everything you're going to read. Um, the learning module, it really, it doesn't get both sides of an artic uh, article or, you know, it's just generalizations. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. doesn't get to the point. Or a step list is something that you picked right off of it. Lack of personal stories, too. When humans write, right, you're going to have some human interjection there. Like when I do an eBay listing, I'll say, I bought this because I really loved it and never used it. So that was a human. Like a person yeah. anecdote. Right. Personal mm -hmm. anecdotes, because that's the way people write. Uh, specific phrases like rapidly evolving landscapes. You know, there's, yeah, who there's, talks like that? But you see it, in, seriously, in AI all the time. And there's other phrases. And Chat GPT generally writes in five or six paragraphs. That's it. 
So unless, you know, I think that AI and chat GPT makes a good, because I'm a writer, that's how I make my living, makes a good skeleton mm-hmm. for an article, but it takes a whole lot of rewriting to make it perfect. All right, let me ask you this. Now that we are in the holiday season, the Christmas season, the Hanukkah season, I'm quite sure AI has played a larger role this season than in previous years. How has AI impacted this holiday season? Uh, there's AI Santa Claus. Of Real, course. What? Yeah, yeah, there's... Well, well, let me guess. Wait a minute. Wasn't wait. Santa the original AI? I was thinking, yeah. <laughs> are, are kids now writing their letters to an AI-generated or that will generate responses for them yes uh yeah well actually you can write your letter to santa and i love this and i was at it today you go to santa's magic mailroom.com and it's an ai santa chatbot and it's done by an ad agency just to show some of what they can do it's a beautiful website and you can arrange for a letter from Santa to be sent to a child and it asks you three pieces of information about the recipient and that'll give AI some context about it and you approve the letter, letter will be printed and mailed to the child and that will cost you only 20 bucks. That just seems wrong. It just seems wrong because I know when I got a letter from Santa back in the day, it was handwritten from somebody. Well, you know, you can participate in that. Maybe next Christmas, if if we all care about that, we stop off at the post office and join their Operation Santa and pick up a few letters and write back. No. Well, that, that's a good idea. But I think that's good. Um, by the way, there's a $20 charge for that, but the money is donated to Girls Who Code. So it, it's a charitable thing. Well, at least it's for a good cause. We have to take a break. But when we come back, what's this about police and push notifications let's get into that when we come back (sighs) they're everywhere they're everywhere okay round two name something that's not boring a laundry oh a book club computer solitaire huh ah sorry we were looking for chumba casino that's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to Later with Mo Kelly on demand from KFI AM 640. KFI AM 640. It's Later with Mo Kelly live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. We're continuing to talk a little tech on this Thursday with Marsha Collier. And we, before the break, uh, we were talking about AI-generated content and chat GPT and its connection to the holidays. And you had one other. I have one other that I think everybody's going to adore. I mean, everybody, I know I love watching Jimmy Stewart in It's a Wonderful Life every year for Christmas. Mm. It's just a lovely movie, and it's peaceful and loving, and it's all great. So, an app called Calm, which is a meditation and get to sleep. Oh, Calm, C A L L. C A L L. Okay. It, the app. Um, they also have AI for the generated voice of Jimmy Stewart. So, just for the holidays, um, instead of It's a Wonderful Life, it's a wonderful sleep story. Stefan, do you by any chance have a clip for me? Well, hello. 
I'm James Stewart. But, well, you can call me Jimmy. Tonight, I'm going to tell you a story. It's a heartwarming story of love, of loss, of hope, and of joy. But most of all, it's a wonderful sleep story. Now, if all our listeners haven't fallen asleep... <laughs> it's like, are you trying to hurt what I'm trying to do here, Marcia? No, go but ahead. But the point is, if you have trouble going to sleep and you've never used an app like that, I think that's a great example. And it's AI-generated Jimmy Stewart voice. I think that's a great use for it. And uh, I think having... I, I don't know the app come. I don't know the people. But that's a great way to go to sleep. <laughs> Better than watching golf. Something just jumped in my head, and I think about uh, for a while, Waze was doing all these celebrity turn-by-turn directions. They had voices like uh, Morgan Freeman and others. And I think now with the um, with the addition of AI, isn't that the next likely use? That is what the contracts were all about. I'm not union, and I was offered a job. There's an NDA on what I'm saying, but you don't know who it is or what it is. But it was a a large amount that would be paid to me if I was chosen and it would be used in perpetuity in all media now or ever known um, as long as my voice was recognizable. Those words were in there. So basically that said to me the intent was I was not going to get that big bonus for usage because... Only if my voice was recognizable. And these are the things where the union really did things for voice actors and other actors is that it can't be compromised. Your performance is your performance. Police push notifications. Anyone with a smartphone has a push notification. We probably have a love-hate relationship. Some of them were determined to turn off. Some of them we can't live without. But what is the intersection between law enforcement and the notifications we get on our phones? Okay, so first let me tell you how a push notification works. The Apple has push notification service on iOS. Google has Firebase cloud messaging on Android. Each user of the app is assigned a push token. And that goes between the app and the mobile operating system. Uh, new tokens can be generated where, when the app is reinstalled or something, but generally it stays with. So it's user unique. Right. So to identify a person of interest. Now, that's the new keyword these days. If you're a person of interest, <laughs> law enforcement first goes to an app developer to get the relevant push token. They call that suspect when we were. Yeah, that, but <laughs> nobody was allegedly anything. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so then they take the push token to the operating system mark maker, which would be Apple or Google, and they get the information on which account the token is associated with. They also get metadata that reveals which app the person has used, used or apps. They get all the information that has it's come through your own push tokens. My question is, this is just for a person of interest. Do they need to have any type of warrant or is this something that, to the best of your knowledge, 
they can request just in the normal case of invest course of investigation. Well, the DOJ de- declined to comment. Oh hell! But, but Meta, who owns Facebook, WhatsApp, and Instagram, didn't respond. Wired tried to get them for the story, and neither did someone from Signal, which is another app. Apple did respond, as did Google, because those people, as public companies, they put that in their year-end report. And I think Google had like 125, I don't know the exact number, but it was something ridiculous. And they need a subpoena Mm -hmm, or mm -hmm. a court order. Uh, 175 times Google gave data from their enterprise customers. They used a search warrant 13 times. See, this is another example of I just assume that anything I've said, done in a in an electronic sense is out there and available. So don't be fooled when you hear that we give you end to end encryption. <laughs> yeah, right, that's end to end. But, but in you between. see, there's an end. <laughs> no, there's an end. And the end is where the information stays. It can't mm. be taken on the way. Mm-hmm. But it's encrypted. Nobody can pull it out of the air. But it's on the servers of the app you're using and your Google or your Apple. Very quickly, before I let you go, um, you should not be surprised by this. There was the big story about the 23andMe hack and all of that user information data, some 6.9 million people's um, information. And I know you're not surprised, but what did you make of it? I made of it that maybe we should think twice before we start giving out our DNA for no good reason whatsoever. No good reason. I mean, really? Do you really care if you have a cousin in East Poughkeepsie? And then you have to make friends with another person. <laughs> or maybe get rejected by another person. You don't... Do you really need to know this information? Um, uh, I've, I've spoken to the people from Ancestry, because I, I know the CEO there. And, you know, I told her, I said, your terms of service, your privacy can change at the drop of a hat. But once you have my data, you have my data. So if you decide to sell that information one day to a drug company or an insurance company, you can. And that's why I say... Or even law enforcement. Oh, well, that that's a given. That's already in there. Law enforcement has access to the main database. That, that's a given. But what you have to worry about is... Will you be able to get long-term care insurance? Uh, all these things. That is not covered under that law, by the way, the protections law. So there are any number of things. So I was very upset when a relative of mine got a DNA test. I said, well, I only got my mother's side, and you're connected on my father's side. I said, you think they're not going to connect this? <laughs> you, you Think about this before you give out this information because your DNA and such are the most private and personal things you have. Marsha Collier, you always have sage advice, great wisdom, great perspective. Can you do it again for us next week? You know, I would love to because I have another Christmas sweater for you. Okay, and I probably won't have one either. So, (laughs) you know, we'll be consistent in that regard. Well, happy holidays, Mo, Stefan, and Mark. I'll see you next week. See you next week. Bye-bye, guys. You're listening to Later with Mo Kelly On Demand from KFI AM 640. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? 
In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.